Dramatica Analysis of The Jungle Book, recorded October 10th, 2017, led by Chris Huntley. Well, welcome. Tonight we're going to uh, discuss a movie I really enjoyed. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, the remake of Jungle Book, based on the Disney animated version of Jungle Book. Um, so it's uh, let's start off by identifying the four through lines. Overall story, very simply. Do you think we, we need to try to leave the floor open? See if I try to save the jungle from a vengeful tiger. <clears throat> the jungle or like the collection of animals? Wasn't it really just sort of one animal in particular? He did, but he kills Aquila and he kills he does kill some other ones, so I thought maybe it was from his oppression or his tyranny. Okay, so, uh, <clears throat> save the jungle from Shere Khan. All right. Um, and character? <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a creative, a creative suggestion. <laughs> well, I mean, Bagheera has the voiceover, right. so it's, it's clearly. <laughs> of course, right? Oh, good. The voice of the jungle is the main character, yes. right? I mean, yeah. Was that a, a serious suggestion? <laughs> I didn't think so, but you know, you never know. The 30 year old. The 30 year old. man code. Whose name is? Mowgli. Yeah. All righty. And who do we have as uh, potential <coughs> influence characters? Or a single character? Panther. And, and remember, if you're suggesting it, you're going to have to make the argument. <laughs> I don't just want a list of all the characters in the movie. If you make the suggestion, you're going to need to. What was the argument for Mowgli? No, not as the influence character. Yeah. No, as the main character. No, but as the main character. What's the argument? Why is we the main character? Oh, as an argument? Well, he is the main... Well, if everybody... No, if everybody is agreeing, I don't think we <laughs> oh, need okay. to worry about <laughs> it. But if we're getting a whole bunch of different influence character people, then we're going to need to have each person who suggests one speak to as to why they think that's the one... That is one or the one to be that through line. Right. So, so uh, I, let's start again. Thank you. Yeah. Gira. Yeah. I think it's it's Bagheera and Baloo. Right. Now you do realize since Shere Khan is essentially the antagonist up here, he's going to have a big presence in the story. But this would be a worldview that's going to challenge Mowgli's personal worldview. So yes, that's what you're going to need to argue. All right. Any others, or is that sound about right? Okay. So uh, Bagheera. Like student teacher. Uh, okay. Can we get some examples? At the very beginning, uh, uh, Mowgli is um, running with the with the pack, and he makes a mistake, and Bagheera is the one who corrects him and says, "You got to be more like 
the wolves if you're going to run with the wolves. Okay. At the end, that kind of reverses. All right, and there's a whole movie in between. Yeah, I actually agree with Mike that I think it's Bagheera and Baloo, and there's a handoff in the middle, because we lose Bagheera for a long time, um, somewhere in the middle of the movie. Uh, And they seem like they have... It was interesting, because I wasn't sure how this works in Dramatica, but they had two different viewpoints on the same question, but they still seem both to be influenced characters, so about the same thing that Mowgli was dealing with. So um, Baloo has the, like, just be yourself. But remember, the, every subjective characters also have roles in the overall story. Right. And when they're performing one function, they don't need to be performing the other as well. And typically, if you have a handoff, they're not both acting as influence characters unless they're a cohesive team. If they're seen to be one and the same. That's kind of why I started thinking about it, because at the end they become a team, and it's sort of Bagheera and Baloo together trying to get to save Mowgli, and and they're working, you know, normally they'd be opposed to each other, it seems, but this sort of... Now, the saving Mowgli is probably the overall overall story, since that's kind of the, you know, protecting the jungle, or... I'd say it's probably a little more specific. I think it's protecting Mowgli from Shere Khan, which it's not established. We we aren't aware of it early on, but it's absolutely the inciting incident in the backstory is Shere Khan kills Mowgli's father. And Mowgli's father, in his death throes, disfigures him with fire and only because he was on fire did he not notice that the, the man cub was there because he would have killed him. So this is sort of unfinished business that has come into what this story is about. Right. And that's why Mowgli was, you know, an orphan walking around in the jungle and when, when Bigger picked him up. So we don't know about that until right. you know, much later when Ka kind of reveals it in, during her um, hypnotic, hypnotic uh, very clever way of getting the backstory in there, you know. Um, hello. I'm sorry. Here, Baloo, we've got some... Where I see Baloo standing is, as more in the subjective story, you like the psychology story, or, sorry, but I feel like um, that's where the relationship is a lot of the... But I don't get a strong shared perspective of Bagheera. Okay. He, he doesn't share Bagheera's perspective? <laughs> no, not, no. Not the worldview now, but... Well, he wouldn't necessarily share it. It's going to be the contrast as opposed to sharing it. So that's that's what I see, which is I feel like when Mowgli starts... Well, you want to go? No, sorry. I, I, he would share Bagheera's perspective if he's the influence guy. Uh, who would share? Blue. Oh, okay. Yes. Not Mowgli. Um, so where I was coming from with sort of the double thing is that Mowgli in the beginning is definitely using tools, and Bagheera is saying, "Don't do that." And but Baloo goes the other direction, which is, "Do it more." And so we've talked about how influence characters can be a negative and or a positive influence, and I see like see a movie kind of caught sort of in this neutral position and. And Bagheera's pulling him to use be less human, 
And Baloo was saying, no, no, that's your skill. Like, do more of that. And so they're, they are in complete contrast to each other, Baloo and Bagheera, but I see them as both influencing how Mowgli develops, I guess. Okay. Oh. That's, that's a great point. Going down to Dramatica and what questions will be asked was the main character always needs to be an opposite. Kind of like the change that fast that whole uh-huh. thing needs to be, you know, whatever the point of view of Mowgli is, it needs to be an opposite influence character. It has to have a different perspective. Yeah, dynamic perspective dynamic to that, right. Perspective, and either or will be change or steadfast character got to influence that character in blue in a certain way is on the same side as Mowgli was like use your tools like you just be who you are and stay in the jungle with me because he wants to stay in the jungle mm-hmm. and you know whereas you know Mowgli doesn't want to go to human you know village but you told me or the, the, the leopard told him to join because that's where you belong but he's fighting that too so I feel like influence character should be the the, the leopard because of that? And not not Bellu. Not Bellu. That's probably where it's gonna end up. <laughs> that's what? I said that's probably where it's gonna end up. Like, <laughs> That'll be my. Like, but it is an interesting dynamic. On. Yeah, yeah. Because it it, it does the, the the dynamic between the two perspectives does seem to be about you know you're you are a Mowgli is a man cub so he's not an animal right in the jungle sense. But they all want him to essentially be an animal as long as he can. Um, although that's, you know, that's pretty much ended quickly once once Shere Khan, inter, you know, in, enters the picture. Right. Um, but that's, you know, and then suddenly you have Bagheera saying, "Okay, now it's time to get you out of the jungle." Right. You know. It's, Whereas Baloo's like, no, stay here, you know, be be a man and stay here and you know help me, you know, be, let me manipulate you into doing everything I want you to do. Right, and in that way he seems much more like a, I don't know if sidekick is the right thing, but very supportive of of um, Mowgli being a man, mm-hmm. which would make him not a very good IC, mm-hmm. but Certainly guardian. In, in this. Yeah, guardian maybe is what I meant, and uh, and. Uh, he is not a guardian character. I mean, he he does. I think the guardian role bounces between Bagheera and Baloo, because certainly Bagheera starts off as the guardian. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every sense of the word. Right. Um, and then he drops out, and then who comes to his rescue? But is Baloo. Mm-hmm. But very quickly after he's done his little rescue thing, he's no longer. You know, conscience and and uh, help. He's in fact, you know, much more temptation and for um, a while. But then, right. That's the thing is that it's for a while. It's not. So you've got. I think you've got a little bit of subjective going in there, and you've got a little objective going in there because the objective roles won't change. I think he's very much conscience in that. I'll take you to your home, but you don't have to go there. You don't have to get that immediate, you know, get home. Oh, right, but he's, but he's doing it kind of sort of for his own purposes, yeah. Like yeah. That, which is not conscience. I mean, 
It's like, hey, this is so much easier with this guy here. Let me just, you know. Might have to grab the. Uh, yeah, we got a couple chairs. Yeah. I'm gonna pull them over. Do you want? Do you want to slide over? Yeah. No, just just pull them so they can see. Otherwise, they won't be able to see. Here's the other one. Do you have enough? Yeah. Oh, okay. If someone else shows up, you have a little bit. Great. All right. So, okay. So, um, and now let's talk a little. We, we can. We'll figure out what's, what's going on with Bagheera and Baloo. So, what kind of relationship would Mowgli and Bagheera be? Well, Bagheera is the protector. Um, uh, I don't know, protector, protectee. I mean, um, it's probably a better word for it than that. But, um, I mean, it is kind of a mentor like relationship, but it's it's. Why don't we put it as non non dramatic like guardian? Is that the word you're looking for? He is, uh, but I'm trying to find out from where he is. No, I think yeah, I think he is a lot more like that trustee and trust. You know, he's you've got the he's he's in what what is the what um is it in Batman? You know, the ward. Or, the ward yes, the ward. yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the trustee and the ward, you know. That's kind of what he, his relationship is with Bagheera. Mm-hmm. Um, and Malgui's relationship with Lulu is not at all that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that doesn't mean the nature of that relationship, it might still be about the same kind of thing. So we'll have to see if that's, in fact, the case. But the, you know, the literal relationship isn't so... So we have trustee and ward, and then you have sort of, I don't know, it, it, what would you call Baloo in that regard? I mean, he's more, he's, he's like, more like a buddy. It's like yeah. frat brother. Buddy. Yeah, it's frat brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, they're both trying to show Mowgli the ways of the jungle as they, as they each understand it. Um, just Bagheera's a little more, you know, stay in line, and Baloo's a little more, hey, have some fun, more. you know, Makuna to Right. Baloo actually says, oh, he's all about the rules, and I say rules are to be broken, mm-hmm. right? Right. But they're both trying to show him the ways right. of living in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more, I guess, like teacher, student, but that's not oh, that's quite more what? Teacher, yeah. student. Yeah. So let's, uh, Shere Khan, you had said yeah. you thought Shere Khan was a possible influence character. How so? And how does it differ from him as antagonist? His role as antagonist, which is to kill Mowgli. To kill the man-cub. That's a better way to think of it. So the tiger wants to kill the man-cub. Right. Whereas Shere Khan's relationship to Mowgli is what? Um, that... He is definitely a strong believer that Mowgli cannot change, that Mowgli will become the man. And he, Shere Khan is the enforcer of the jungle law, and man is not allowed in the jungle. But that's not, that has nothing to do with, with Mowgli's personal well, it, perspective. Well, no, Mowgli reacts against the determination that he cannot be part of the jungle. Which is the overall story. 
That's in the overall story. Well, because effectively, what I mean, this is talking about Save the Jungle from Shere Khan, which I think is a little too vague and not at all specific enough to describe this movie. This story is really about Shere Khan's wanting to. Shere Khan wants to kill the man cub. The, the, the tiger wants to kill the man cub. Um, and uh, we'll do whatever needs to get done to whomever to get that, to get his way. And pretty much everybody else wants that not to happen. So it's, that's why he's not the protagonist, he's the antagonist, because the goal is to protect the kid, not to, not for Shere Khan to succeed. Um, so I think that those things that you're describing are accurate and those are absolutely part of the overall story. But, and they may be representative of an attitude but that's really more of a, I think, more of a condition. It's sort of like, I've got it out for you. I've got revenge. I want to get rid of you. It doesn't really matter what you think. And, you know, I don't care if you change or not. And Mowgli doesn't really, it's not going to affect how Mowgli really change, thinks about it um, or behaves, as we've seen. Um, whereas he does seem to learn from his teachers, you know, both both of them, Bagheera and uh, and Baloo. Um, so I think that he's really not a subjective character. Okay. Um, we know we know a lot more about what Shere Khan wanted as opposed to just the fact that he wants revenge. That's that's not sufficient, I think, to uh, really relate that. Um, all right, so let's let's look at some of these. Let's look at some of the questions. I think that start to get a little more sense of the form of the story. Uh, okay, main character resolve, change or steadfast. We're talking about Mowgli, and I guess the question is, sort of, what is he change or steadfast, and how do we know? I think he's change. I think he's change, and we see it in the. Uh, uh, sort of the bookend in, is one spot. Uh, the race that starts, he feels uh, that he is um, not able, he is trying to be part of the, uh, a, a successful wolf cub, um, and he knows that he's failing at it. Um, and he can't help himself from doing uh, Bricks or not acting as a wolf would, such as going high on the tree, um, and yet that's what his goal is, is to act like a wolf, whereas at the end, he's not trying to do that anymore. He has reconciled himself okay. to being a man-cub and using his man-tools and his building, um, and so that's why I think that he's a changed character. So that's why I think. Can I ask you a question? Do you sure. see him as a beater? No, I see him as a doer. I'll counter that by saying that um, what he described, I, I would attribute uh, to growth as opposed to a change in his worldview. I agree. He he grow, He feels. He does feel different. He's more confident. He's 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 more esteemed. You know, um, by his you know crowd. Um, but in terms of I, I feel like his 
his, I, I feel like he's kind of stuck to his guns in terms of his um, uh, his sort of position of, you know, yes, I want to stay in the jungle, but let me be unique. Let me, you know, uh, uh, let me use, you know, let me go high, even though a wolf would stay low. Because, you know... And what does he say to the other wolves? At the, at end. the end? At the end. Because uh, they, they complain. He says, because you're wolves, right. and I'm not a wolf, so right. I don't have, you know, right. you stick together as a pack, mm-hmm. but I can go a separate path. I basically right. can go a separate path. So here's the thing. At, at the beginning, all right, he he did something, you know, not wolf-like, okay, and, and he got chastised. At what, at what point does he not do something? At what point doesn't he do things that are not wolf-like? Isn't he always doing things that are man cup that yeah. are that are not right. things that mm-hmm. no other animal has ever done? Even yeah. constantly. But even at even at the end, still, like I don't sure if I belong in man village, but I want to be in jungle. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I I agree with you with the. But, but he wants to be now, unique. Now think he, of wants this. To see, he, he wants to uh, to maintain his uniqueness mm-hmm. and his to be able to be you know creative and 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 you know use his skills, mm-hmm. uh, but still be you know still be at home. Mm-hmm. But now, he's always wanted that. Right, and that's why I feel like. The, the, the bookend of the running through the tree and all that, um, I think serves to show that he's he has maintained his original position, but he but he feels better. I mean, he, he's more confident about it. But he's you're the, only thinking about half of the argument there. Okay. Both of you. All right. <laughs> so one of, one of you says it's changed, the other says it's steadfast. Yeah. What about the other person in that, in, in that relationship, the influence character? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll make the argument that Bagheera um, allows, uh, you know, sort of acknowledges that that Mowgli uh, deserves to be unique and not just another wolf and not just part of the pack. It's more important that. Actually. Yeah, he it's doesn't. Courage. He doesn't. Yeah, he says he basically directs him to do that. Yeah. Remember, go do this. You need to solve this as a man cub would, and you oh, go, right. you know, go into the jungle and you solve this your way. We'll solve what we can do our way. But you're the only one who can solve it your way, and that's when he goes off and goes into the fire and lures Shere Khan and gets then gets the the elephants to help put out the fire. You know something again, no other animal has ever done. Nobody, no other animal's ever gotten that close to elephants before. I mean, he's constantly doing all these things that no other animal has ever done, which is seems to be kind of his way of doing things you know whether it's scooping up water you know using a, a tool or I mean, he's constantly using tools um and it's it's sort of second nature to him it's one of the things that that um why he gets taken by the monkeys they want to use tools as well you know and this is a tool he's never used before you know fire but he picks up on it pretty quickly, even though he starts a huge forest fire. But um, he, he, you know, he does learn. The learning part was the dead tree. That was what the whole setup at the very beginning was with the running, was to set up the climax, not to set up the bookend. It was to set up the payoff with Shere Khan going up into the dead tree and then falling because it's a dead tree. But and him knowing that essentially luring him out there and setting up 
a way for him to escape so that he would escape where Shere Khan wouldn't. That's all that was. It was a really nice setup. The reason you had it at the end was to show his change. Uh, not his change, but essentially his acceptance of this is the way I am and everybody else seems to be okay with it too. And when they complain, he's like, look, you know, you guys, you're wolves. You need to act like wolves. I'm not. And I'm going to do it the way I can because I can. And he chastises Baloo because Baloo tries to do what he does. And it's like, no, you, you know, you, it, it doesn't work for you. Because remember, Baloo comes sort of barging in at the end and, and complains that he went, you know, up you in the tree. Went, tree? Huh? Nope. No, 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 after no, the, no, 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 the, 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 the chase, the run to see who could, oh, yeah, who yeah. could win the race. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Baloo is kind of like um, where he was, he wasn't, but it looked like he was at the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, he was trying to be something that he's not. Well, yeah, he's this big, huge bear, and he's not going to be as fast as these these wolves. As is the man-cub can't, but man-cub can go through the trees where Baloo really can't. I think where Mowgli gets, his, gets him kind of neck deep in change is when he does toss away the fire, is his man tool. <clears throat> and he stands with the, proudly with the wolf pack and recites the thing, and Shere Khan's like, you idiot. That was the only tool you had, and now I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I think that's where you get the... See, that's where I think where you get the waffling. I mean, that's when you have... Well, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. You have growth. He gets down there, he gives it a try. And then and says, right, no, this right, is, this right, is right, right. Yes, okay, then yes, I, I'm I do agree. Yeah, I mean, that's how you get a character to grow. Right. They go through... Even a steadfast character has to grow into like those. That's his last wall. That's his last line of defense is that. Right, and he says, <clears> no, I am part of the jungle. Because that's always been his argument, is that he's part of it. He's not an animal like they are, but he is part of the jungle. And everybody else, and particularly Shere Khan, has always been of the argument that you're not part of the jungle. Yes. And that's sort of thematically what I think the overall story is about. You know, because you see man who is definitely not part of the jungle. It's forbidden. And then you see Mowgli, who really is part of the jungle in a way that no other man has. But uh, in terms of, of, of Bagheera's arc, you know, is he going to be a change or a steadfast character? But in terms of leaning toward change, the, the a, a very key moment, I don't well, probably two-thirds of the way or halfway, when, when Mowgli saves the baby elephant. And then there's this very, you know, uh, powerful close-up on Bagheera reacting to that, realizing, oh, crap, maybe I've been wrong about him. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right, <laughs> that is not just another man, not yeah. just another potential man. Although at the end, Bagheera does say, you never listened to me, I told you not to go high. Right. Yeah. He's still going to be his so mentor. He's, not really he's still the, the sort of the, acting like a trustee, and he's, <clears throat> he's trying to teach him... But he's trying to teach, Bagheera's only trying to teach him what he knows, and he doesn't understand really all of the things that the man, a man can do, or that Mowgli can do, which are why he's constantly surprised by the things that Mowgli can do. So that's why I do. see Bagheera is just waffling on his change. He's actually steadfast. No, but the, when, it, when push, came to sho- push comes to shove, Bagheera tells Mowgli to take his, the man-cub approach yes. to deal with it. And not and then, the and not the jungle approach. Right back 
in the next uh, after the fight and everything say no you need to uh, no that's but again that last scene that's kind of it's 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 just not a problem it's not no it's not it's not not a problem it's no longer an issue it's just they're doing the training thing it's a it's a contest and at this point it really you know he can be yapping and yapping and yapping but it's really not it's really nothing you know that's kind of the point is that the lessons are already learned and he's he's yeah, not teaching him. Yeah, the story's definitely over. It's just to sort of give it a nice yeah. sense of balance. I also took that as a because because Mowgli's now the teacher, right? Yeah. So I thought I took that as a you're not as the teacher, you're just not being fair to them. That's how I interpreted that. Hmm. Not as a, you should change your way. Just like well that that wasn't cool of you because they can't catch you in a tree. That's how I interpreted that. Even though the words were the same as the beginning. Right, right. I, th- I, th- I think that's that's a good take on it. I, I, I kind of sense that too. I'm not sure I gave it a whole lot of thought. But so I so I think Mowgli's supposed to be a steadfast character. He's mm-hmm. got his tricks, and he's always gonna have his tricks, and he's um, learned how to incorporate them. That's how he's grown. He's learned how to bring to make him a part of him as and live in the jungle. But I think also, you know, his steadfastness has basically caused the world around him to change. And and given that, he's he's grown in confidence and he's, you know, he's, he's more sure of himself. And uh, and so, you know, and so there's there's growth, definitely. Um, but but by sticking to his guns. Yeah. The kid's worldview, it sticks the same. He changes the other people's worldview yeah. that he belongs in the jungle. Yeah, and, the, and that he can the be jungle he accepts him. He can be unique. Unique and he's not, not necessarily part of the pack. Or, or that's you know, he solves the Yeah. Okay. All right. Main character approach: doer or beer, and why? We've already had one vote for doer, um, but uh, suggest why? Or if anybody has an idea over beer, why? Examples. Oh, well, when, when, when Baloo tells him to go, you know, knock down the honey, even in spite of the swarm of bees, he just runs out and, you know, yeah, whips up some, a few tools and uh, he says, okay, I'll go do it. Um, he's, he's always running at the chance to do things. When, when, when all the animals are hogging up all the space at the, at the, at the water truce peace rock, mm-hmm. he comes up with a new way. Of, of doing, he oh. builds to get, to build something. Yeah, his tricks are basically him doing things, and yeah. that's what they have a real problem with. Yeah. yeah. Because they're doing things that are not the way you're supposed to do them. <coughs> I mean, you know, even when he, oh, I can't get those grapes or whatever they were, the fruit, you know, he whips out a, a little thing and pulls it down. Um, you know, the trap he sets for, for Shere Khan, I mean, uh, he's constantly doing. I mean, that's that's just sort of his approach to thing, and it does get him into trouble. With, I mean, with, you know, with, if you think of Bagheera as being sort of like the police, you know, Bagheera is constantly chastising him as you know, as the trustee is like, no, you're not supposed to, do that, you know, as teacher, but mm-hmm. you know, reprimanding him for it. That's that's the really big indicator. And his uh, big cry when, when he finds out Akila's dead. 
And you guys didn't do anything about it. Somebody's got to do something about it, and that's when he runs to go get the fire. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's an ex that's an excellent example. Good example. All righty. How about problem-solving style, linear or holistic? <clears throat> Don't overthink this. <laughs> linear. linear. And examples. And, and, and examples are how he builds things, especially with um, with blue, and how he figures out. Um, you you can see him make the, the 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 that that he needs to have a creeper vine. Um, he needs to have clothes to stop getting stung after he gets stung. Um, and and so he makes the. Well, he. I mean, look at that whole sequence. You have. You have, um, blue is manipulating them like crazy. And you have uh, him go, okay, but there are all these bees here. I'm going to get stung. Oh, no, 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 those aren't, those are <laughs> female bees, or whatever, yeah, they're not gonna sting you. <laughs> Look, they're stinging me, you know, it's just, oh, well, just do it, you're almost done. So it's like, he keeps on doing cause, effect, cause, effect, and, Bal and Baloo's like, ah, forget the cause, effect, it's really, you know, it's not saying you're imagining it, but might as well be saying that, right? Um, so yeah, very linear, yeah. I mean, extremely, yeah. extremely linear. Uh, and ex even the, the very, very first scene where he's running and it says, you know, well, I would have won if it didn't break. And Bagheera's yeah. like, yes, but you're not looking at your environment. You're not seeing that if it's a, that it was a dead tree because everybody, you have to know that any wolf would know that that's how things are. If it's got a creeper, a creeper on it, a vine on it, a fig, you know, creeper on it, that means it's dead or dying. And yeah, but I still would have won. I mean, it's, again, linearly, I should have won because I, you know, if I didn't, if that one thing didn't, you know, break, if the step didn't fall out, then I would have would have won. Um, and that's that's the linear holistic argument back and forth. Uh, all righty. Um, story driver. So we're switching gears now. We're looking to the overall story instead of looking at Mowgli. Actions or de decisions drive the story. Which drives do actions drive decisions or decisions drive actions? And give some examples. Um, um, I guess that, that that action causes them all to have to make decisions. The uh, well, well I, I think it's actions because actions happen. His dad is killed. Um, we don't see any decision about that, but his dad is killed. And then to start off with, um, we get the action of the, the, the weather just all of a sudden weather. drying up. And that pushes everybody to the same river where Shere Khan is in action, showing up and smelling the man scent. And, and that forces decisions down the road. Well, when the rains come back, right. uh, the, the rains come back and the, the rains happen. You know, and, and so the, the water truce goes away, and then and that's when you see the wolves deliberating. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, and, but it's because the weather changed. Yeah. Um, the next part where an act. Well, happens. and they and they decide, and Bagheera <clears throat> decides that Mowgli needs to get out of town. You know, it's basically. <clears throat> Uh, but even but even in this version of the movie, Mowgli actually volunteers at that moment. But right, you know, but uh, but it, but again, if the water hadn't come back, mm -hmm. 
you would not have had that happen. Likewise, if the water hadn't now, gone away, Shere Khan wouldn't have come and and uh, invaded the territory and then found out about Mowgli. And I'm, tr- uh, I'm trying to think of what the act breaks are. Uh, uh, well, you have them, I mean, the, the monkeys kidnap him. That's like that's, major yeah, uh, factor. Baloo, I mean, Baloo, I mean, Baloo saves Baloo saving Mowgli, him from Khan. But also there's the, um, there's the first Shere Shir- Khan attack. <clears throat> Well, she contact on Mowgli, yeah. Right. Which, um, would, which put him into the river and the ravine and the whole water buffalo. Yeah. Uh, but how does that change the perspective of the act? Well, it, it changes it because otherwise, Shere Khan, they could have been tracked. I mean, obviously, they were being tracked. And Mowgli instead gets lost in the middle of the jungle. He's without his guardian. Bagheera is, is left on the plains injured. So now, now he, he's left alone as he goes into the deep, dark jungle, heart of oh, the that, jungle with the, with Ka. Okay. All right. Okay. And but for being there, he wouldn't learn his past. He decides to go to the village from there. Uh, Baloo rescues him from Ka, the snake. Right. Yeah. So he wouldn't have met Baloo either. Okay. I'm just trying to think what 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 I'm trying to. Remember the sequence of events. What what sets us off into the third or the final act? Is um, he learns about Akila's death? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. After King Louis. He, well, he no. He basically he discovers that that um, his father's dead. <coughs> that the that uh, Akira is dead. Akila. Akila is dead. Yeah. That's when he goes and runs yeah. off and decides he's going to get the fire. <clears throat> but that, if that it happened. But he he was not aware of it, and once that information was like, sort of like drops into the into the scene, he's like, oh, I'm out of here. Um, so that and that change that's when you have the final act. Yeah, he decides to go back. And ultimately, it's resolved when Shere Khan is killed. Dies. Yeah, and the water and the fire put out. Well, the fire, the fire really wasn't. It, that's sort of like a nice way to clean up the mess. Okay. Yeah. But Shere Khan was really the important part. Once he's dead, the rest will work itself out either sooner or later. Fortunately, sooner, so much less damage was done. I remember in the original movie, how was the was Shere Khan killed in, in the cartoon movie? Was, was Shere oh yeah, killed? I, I don't even remember. Was now. Akila? No. <clears throat> I don't remember. No, no this one. Ha- this one's a lot more. The story is far greater developed than, oh, yeah. than in the, uh, ori- the original cartoon version. Yeah. I mean that what the car- the original cartoon one was much more just sort of segments of events. This yeah. happens, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens, and they really didn't seem to be connected. Even with the King Louis part, that just sort of seemed to be. Oh well, you know. I do, I do, I do miss the buzzards with the Liverpool accents. I did miss that. So. Well, right. the buzzards were there, but they just no, didn't. They, just they didn't, didn't talk. <laughs> they just didn't talk like we do. All right. <laughs> How about story limit? Time lock or option lock, and why? All right. We don't have a time lock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time lock option, because it has to be option. over in like eighty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's every movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because jungles are being raised at an alarming rate. Um, <laughs> Optionalized options of keeping Mowgli safe. You know? Or Shere Khan is just waiting for this 
father to information that the father got killed and to reach him. He's just waiting. Well, that's one of the pieces. Yeah, right? Because he has, you know, it's first of all, he has to escape Shere Khan initially, mm-hmm. which he does. So he's out of the wolf, the clan, protection of the wolf clan. And um, then he has, you know, what he needs supposedly go to join the, the humans, which he doesn't do. And then he um, in sanctuary. He's basically in sanctuary until he is um, broken out by the the uh, monkeys. You know, this stolen by the monkeys. And then ultimately, Shere Khan's play, which is, I'll just sit here and wait until dinner comes to me. Um, finally, comes to fruition when he finds out about it, and then. And you have the, the the climax. So yeah, those those are sort of what the options are. Um, all right. Uh, story outcome: success or failure. Example: Why? How do we know? It's a pretty simple one. Again, this is not a success. Success. Success because he stays in the jungle. He stayed. Well, he's not killed by Shere Khan. He stays in the jungle. Man, Shere Khan, and this, you know, Shere Khan, Shere Khan is, is basically a, 86. Yeah, the problem so is gone. No more Shere Khan, so everybody is safe. Everybody's happy. Yeah. So I'd it looks like a big success. All right, and the story judgment, good or bad? Good. Good. Yeah. We know that because he can still hang and be himself in the jungle. Right, and that's what the second bookend is for. So that we know that he's in a good, he's okay. That he's now, he's integrated. He's back with the, you know, he's back part of it, but he's separate but part of the group. And he's still be him. And everybody's okay with it, you know. So that's why you have that because it's not a success failure thing. It's the good bad. That's what that provides. So it's not the change or steadfast. It's just sort of the fallout. How does it fall out? That's really what I think that that. That plays to so that that that's the what's that story beat provides. Um, okay, so let's look a little bit at our domains. Uh, we said that uh, that Mowgli's a doer, so he's going to be either situation or activity, since those are the external domains. Um, anybody care to venture a guess? So what defines him as is is what causes his conflict for him? His human situation. His, his past, future, everything. His situation is main character Mowgli is in situation. Yeah, he's and a he's then, a man cub. And then the opposite. I usually go for the opposite and see if I can eliminate. Influence character has a fixed attitude of you're a man cub. You're not supposed to. And like you don't. You have to go and. And you, need, and you need to follow the rules Rebels. of the jungle. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's the thing that where Bagheera is different. I mean, you should hear the rules of the jungle, blah 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 blah. But there are a lot more rules of the jungle than the one that the wolf pack recites. Right. And Bagheera is the one who's all about the rules. You know, you need to follow the rules, and you have to learn the rules. Um, and that's definitely in that you know fixed attitude. This is the way you have you have to behave. Um, so, if we have if that is the case, Mowgli here and 
that's a bit influence character here. Um, then do we have the overall story in activity or psychology? Where, which, and then the reverse, and then the, the counterpoint would be where the relationship is. Activity. Activity. I mean, if you look at all of the conflicts that exist, they're almost all events that, you know, external events. No, not, I mean, including the end, we've got the big fire. I mean, that's a, that's a kind of a big showpiece. You've got the, um, uh, all of the, the bees climbing the rocks. Sure. Yeah, the bee, that's a, well, just getting the honey is like a big activity. Um, Shere Khan, essentially the, you know, fighting and killing the mudslides. I mean, those are all big set pieces that are overall story set pieces that are definitely activity and they're all creating conflict. Um, you know, Mowgli kidnapping, uh, the kidnapping, right? Exactly. Um, is everybody okay with that? Yes. All right. So this is the overall story of going activity, which means the relationships down here in psychology or manipulation. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> while you see, I think, little of the relationship psychology part with Bagheera, because he's just not terribly, does, he's just not very adept at it. You see a little bit more on, on Mowgli's side, I think, trying to use psychology against Bagheera. Um, but you see a lot more of it with Baloo. I think that's, the relationship is, is a lot stronger with Baloo. Uh, although, I think the influence character perspective is a lot stronger with Bagheera. Yeah. You know, which is why, I think they, that's how they sort of, they share it, but they're not sort of showing the same parts of it. Um, and I think that's a, it's kind of a strange thing to do. Uh, it's completely okay. I mean, you can have <coughs> subjective characters that fill in the, in the relationship through the line. Even some, some that don't appear anywhere else in the story, you can do that. It's hard because then they just feel really sort of like stuck on. Um, but I think by the the uh, segmented nature of this story, it kind of allows for a lot of those kinds of characters, you know, that it, to, it sort of supports that because it's very much set piece, set piece, set piece, set piece. Um, as opposed to us following a whole, you know, cast of characters along through the whole thing. So that's, that's, a, that's a question. Yeah. You, you said segmented character and set piece, set piece, set piece. Is that is, is, is an equivalent episodic or is that uh, episodic would be something different? Um, well, it is episodic. I don't know if it's structurally episodic, but it definitely is constructed uh, the story weaving is such that it's episodic, and the way it's exploring the through lines seems to be focused more heavily on one part than another than another, as opposed to sort of equally through all four in each each scene. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that the subjective story is, in fact, a episodic pattern. But I don't know. I mean, I don't. But it's also there. You know, they, what you're trying to do is 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 more or less follow 
the construct of an animated movie, but, right. but try to, but we've, but elaborate on the story a lot more in the process. And so they, you know, they <coughs> did omit some things, um, but for the most part, they obviously wanted to keep Baloo. They wanted the Bare Necessity song. Right. Um, they wanted to keep Louie because they wanted to keep his song. Um, and um, so, you know. Well, and also, they, they it was, it's important. I mean, I thought that they were very clever in how they made each of those three segments the Ka segment, mm -hmm. the Blue segment, and the Louie segments all relate back to the overall story yes. problem. Yes. You know, all of them had lessons for Mowgli to learn mm -hmm. or essential bits of information cough reveals the backstory right you know Which that's, did, well the snake did not do it in the original oh no no and, and not in the and, and, and the way it is in the in the short stories it's completely different mm. in fact in the short stories um blue and bagheera get seduced by Ka, and only mowgli is the one who it has no effect on because he's not an animal you know, when the doing cause sort of dance, and she she almost gets them, and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" You know, <laughs> and and sort of wakes them up out of their trance. This is the second time the snake appears in the. In the no, no, no. In, in the actual book, in the, the book. short oh, stories okay. by you know the Jungle Book by um, Rudyard Kipling. Kipling. Yeah, I mean it's a it's completely different. I mean, it has a scene, but it's like not not even close to what what uh, Disney did to it. Um, but they do have it, it's they do have that scene, and they have the opening scene with the um, the the wolves and the introduction of of Mowgli. But most of the story isn't actually in the Jungle Book, in the the Rudyard Kipling. In fact, Ricky Tikki Tavi is in the Jungle Book. It's one of the short stories in it. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's got a whole bunch of stuff that's not at all part of this. Because this, this. I thought, I, I went and looked it up last night because I thought, this is really interesting. How much of it is actually touching back to it? It's weird because the movie is based on the books, it says, and not the on the books. movie. But it doesn't yeah. say it's based on the movie. Which no, is they don't movie. have to because they own the rights. And it's just patterned after if somebody else. Yeah, if somebody else did it, then they'd say, yeah, based on the Disney, loosely based on the Disney movie. Thing. But you think the screenwriter would have some claim to it? And probably oh, in there somewhere. Animated movie, they don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> Never mind. No. Never have. Uh, okay. So, well, we look at the um, since we don't have our uh, our. Um, screen up there right now. I'm just going to just put up here the concerns very quickly. Um, so we can just pick what we think the concerns are, then we'll have to go. Um, 
That's some good lard in there. Conceptualizing. Yay. Or planning. Planning. Being. Yay. Coming, which is uh, changing one's nature. And uh, conceiving. And then we have uh, memory. Pre-conscious. Conscious. Yay! We love that term. <laughs> oh, look, it's an accurate model. Love conscious. <laughs> it's really funny. When we came up with pre conscious, we didn't realize there actually was a word and, and concept of pre conscious, which was exactly what we thought it should be. After we figured that out after the fact, it's like, oh, look. Well, yep, that's that should be there. And then X Files used it, and we were all going, are they using dramatic yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So the question is, uh, you know, where do we see the the focus of the concern? So when you, the nice thing is that when you pick one of a quadrant, you're actually picking it for all four domains. So if we pick past, then it would be the upper left quadrant for each of them. Um, so that'd be past understanding, memory, and conceptualizing, or um, developing a plan. Uh, any concepts about where things might be? Yeah. So um, I would argue that Mowgli isn't changing into a man. Okay. And um, <laughs> is that good enough? There are three more. Oh, you want to <laughs> <laughs> that sounds okay so far. Sure. Uh, so preconscious is the same as innermost desires, or. or no, preconscious is our unthinking responses, the knee-jerk responses. So how do you see um, the gira sort of speaking to to that part? Um, I guess just all the sort of rules of the jungle of, you know, like magically respond. But if you, you should know this kind of thing. It's a rule of jungle. You need to know these things so that they... Our second nature, you're not thinking about that tree or jumping into that tree because you know, you know, you don't have, it's just, you don't go into that kind of tree because it's dangerous, you know, that kind of, yeah, so that, that would be consistent. And then does it count for Baloo where he's like looking at all the um, honey and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I'd say that would fit consistently in there. And, and he's basically, in many ways, he's saying just ignore your... You know, ignore those things. You know, just ignore all those things that you want to, re you know, naturally respond to, and um, you know, just the, 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 don't worry about that. Uh, in fact, you, you see, it's interesting when he's when he is manipulating um, uh, Mowgli in his conversation with. Boat Mowgli, who's up there at the top, and then his three little guys that pop over, and they're basically kind of, you know, his uh, Manny Moe and Jack. Yeah, the Manny Moe and Jack, right? So basically, you know, trying to trying to the peanut gallery. Yeah, but trying to make comments about how oh this isn't going to work. Oh, really? Is it doing it again? And right, you know, it's the last few monkeys. Right, and so you know how he's really. Calm, acting very calmly to Mowgli, and then it's like, "Will you guys nominate them?" You know, you are 
never so more in danger than you are right now. <laughs> exactly. You've never met a Those two of those animals were voiced by John Favreau and Sam Raimi. I don't know who the oh, third funny. one was. But yeah, so funny. One of the, I think the, the one he looks the honey off of, I think that was John Favreau. Exfoliate. Yes, exfoliate me, right. Yeah, that one, yeah. I think that was Favreau, yeah. So for doing, is that like the, who's going to dominate in the jungle? Animals, the man, or? Well, and when people are doing, when people, particularly the man doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Everybody does what they're supposed to be, but when somebody doesn't do what they're supposed to be doing, it causes all sorts of trouble. Okay. But I think the relationship concern of being um, uh, goes back to the argument I made about him being steadfast. Is just let me be, you know, what I am. And uh, no, if you're going to be a wolf, this is what you've got to do. Yeah, but it's like, well, but you know, but but maybe you know, how about if I just sort of be what I am? Yeah, now you need and, to play by the rules. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta. But it's it's it is a but it is an argument of being, you know, and that he wins at the end, because he now he's allowed to be what he is, a, you know, creature with opposable thumbs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, anybody have? Does that sound good? Do you have alternatives? So you feel? I have, I have an alternative. alternative. Okay. You go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Well, well, we can only have three more alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> One more? <laughs> I think that what I see so strongly in the OS is everyone wants things. They want the fire, they want the honey, they want to kill Mowgli. Um, they want to get Mowgli out of the jungle, and this just, just rings of obtaining to me. Um, so that's how I feel about that for the OS. Uh, Mowgli is... And who would be the protagonist? That is a very good question. I don't know. I, okay. I think possibly Bagheera, but I, I don't really know, to be honest. Okay. Um, I, I think Mo, Mowgli is concerned with where he's going to end up living. In the, and this is primarily, he talks about this with Bagheera... When they're first leaving the wolf pack, hey, I could live with these people. I could live with these people. I could live with these people. I think he's very concerned about where he's going to end up. And the whole story is about where is he going to end up. Because even when he's with Baloo or he's with um, King Louie, it's you could stay here. I could take care of you from, from here on out kind of thing. Well, he also says to Baloo, I can't believe I'm going to leave the jungle forever when they're looking down at the man camp. So that's all about the future, too. There's that. And it will be a man. Right. He's, oh, yeah, and actually, you're right, because uh, uh, the tiger. Right. It's, he says, may be a cub now, but he'll be a man. He's going to be a man, that's, right. That's the problem. Um, and I think, uh, anyway, that's kind of where I stopped thinking about it. <laughs> well, on, on, on the relationship, and because I had the same quad uh, obtaining and uh, the future and changing one's nature in the relationship and innermost desires on, on the uh, influence character. Um, changing one's nature, that, that, that's the argument going on about what should Mowgli do. And, and this is actually a case, I think, where it's, he doesn't have to change his nature. But that's, that's what the relationship is about, is how much does he have to change it. Um, and, and ultimately, 
being himself, but not changing his inner nature, is 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 the solution. Um, and on the the influence character for innermost desires, um, the uh, this is what if you're it's, it's, since we're going with Bagheera and Baloo, um, of course Baloo is all about satisfying the innermost desires for hibernation honey. Um, but aside from that, <laughs> uh, that that's one act. That yes okay. yes. But aside from that. Um, uh, we have Bagheera, who is um, all about uh, the law of the jungle should be ingrained in the person. Um, it should be part of your innermost desire, um, and uh, that that uh, that's where he's going to impact um, that push. Is, is going to uh, is is what Bagheera wants to get the most control over Mowgli on um, to control uh, that aspect. All right, I'm going to take a little bit of issue with the last two that you were talking about. First, um, I mean obviously each of these are going to be in if assuming it's fairly well developed, they're all going to be in there. So right. Um, to me, the argument in the relationship through line is a little bit stronger for for being or playing a role than it is for becoming. I don't think it doesn't seem to me that um, Baloo is not trying to suggest that he become a bear or a whatever, that Mowgli become an animal of some sort, and I don't think Bagheera is trying to suggest he actually become a wolf. But he definitely is saying that you need to you need to behave like one, you need to act like one, so that you're not different. And you even see a little bit from Akila or whatever. You know, what did I tell you? You know, don't do don't play your, your tricks. You know, because you have to you have to behave like us, even though we we're not we know you're not an we know you're not one of us, but you're you're one of our pack. But you're not a wolf, and I—that's I, why I think in the relationship, being seems a little stronger because it's consistent throughout. Um, whereas I think that—I mean, even if you say Louis in that last act almost pops in and is trying to manipulate him to try to—you know—I want to be like you, you know—and. Um, it's not like I you I want you to turn into a monkey, but I want I want to be a man, you know. And it, it just seemed that that argument that he's trying to make is to to Mowgli is that you know you're you are this certain way, and Mowgli's saying I'm not like that. I mean I don't know how to do these things and such. But but uh, uh, Louis is definitely saying well you have these powers and I want I want them so that I can be just like you and and have you know, all these you know, essentially strength in the, in the general. Um, so I think of the two, you, I, I, see, I, I see being a lot stronger in the relationship through line. That's why I'm only po- po- focusing there. And then also in subconscious or innermost desires, fears of desires, um, in the, in the uh, influence character, 
I I don't know what their either Bagheera's or Baloo's real. Yeah, you know what you know what Baloo's desires are. He just wants to eat. I mean, he's sort of all about that. But Bagheera, not a clue, other than he just wants his safety. Whereas he, you do know that he wants he wants he's more concerned with like training and getting him just to behave, just to respond like every other animal, so that he doesn't stand out, so that he's just you know fits right into the the jungle like. So he won't get picked out like you know, like a Shere Khan popping along. And go, oh, I'm gonna get you. So it, I mean, it just seems that from a consistency point of view, those two do seem a lot stronger from start to finish. Whereas I definitely see what you're, you know, what you're talking about with those, but I just don't see them the over the entirety of the story. Um, the Obtaining versus doing, it's a, it's a, that's a toss-up for me. I don't see any progress of Mowgli, though. Like, Oh, but, th- <clears throat> but how things are changing, though, if you were it that way, I think he is most concerned with how, thi- how things, you know, uh, how his world is changing. It's, it's I mean, he does, I don't no. see, I don't think he's looking to the end point. I think he just is looking like, okay, everything's just fine. Now I'm getting kicked out of home. Uh-huh. And... It wasn't sort of like, oh, well, I'm supposed to go with the humans. But he gets there, it's like, I don't really, that's not where I wanted to say, you know, eh, what if I don't like it? You know, so he keeps on getting diverted to better, worse, better, really worse. And ultimately, you know, it's, it's. He gets to a place where it's no longer an issue because he's now sort of back into mm-hmm. no problem land. But I mean, so it, if you think of it more like, you know, Mowgli, how's your day? How's your how's your life going? Mm-hmm. That seems to be what his problem is because he doesn't. It, 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 it's not like he has this goal of where he wants to end up. You know, that's that's significantly different from where it is right now and where it's been. Right. But it definitely looks like those where he was comfortable is all getting upset and all getting tur- turned upside down. All of the things that he's like, is it's getting worse because he's being taken away from everybody who knows. And then he gets sort of settled and then that gets upset and then it gets upset again. Uh, now, he's a fairly carefree character. Yeah. So it's not an awful lot of concern on his part that I see. I mean, yeah, realistically, yeah. I mean. But you look on. You look under. Uh, what sways me is the are the thematic terms underneath each group, and um, uh, you know, I, I don't see him dealing a lot with choice and delay. Uh, uh, it's a little bit, but an openness of preconception. But when you look at security and threat, in fact, yeah. and fantasy, you know, the fact, you know. Uh, um, there, there are certain facts that he has to deal with, but there's, you know, uh, but security and threats are yeah. a real big one. But the security and threat, and 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 uh, and correlate that to the impact character. You have confidence and worry. Right. I mean, those so, those alone are really strong. Yeah, worry probably. To... <laughs> uh, and uh, and under the OS, um, a, approach, attitude, self-interest, morality. Yeah, but but you look at skill and experience, um, and wisdom and enlightenment. You know, um, I, 
you know, wisdom between those two, I'd probably go with wisdom, but and, and probably and, you know maybe, uh, and I don't know, but skill and experience is also a really good pair. So it's just I, I mean, if you look at the four, mm-hmm. basically the four big sequences, which are the wolf pack, and then the um, well, the you know blue, right, um, the King Louis segment, and then the um, the last, the last sequence, one, the, yeah, final the, battle. the final battle. Those all have a lot more to do with that than um, I think they seem to be seem to be fairly consistent with those. So. Yes, they also just struck me so self-interested. Like King Louis wants the fire to get to the top. Balu wants Mowgli because he wants the honey. The yeah, wolves, but he's got the. But you see, that's fine. Except that's not a long-term concern. That's a he gets the honey. He's sitting there. He's got all the honey. And he still is okay, you know. It's like, but, hey, but look, let's go and they, swim. But, but think about ability and desire. It's like you have the ability. I have the desire. Let's work together. You know. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is is it it is there. There's no question right. about it, um, and it's explored. But it's it's not the whole story. Whereas mm-hmm. the others really are consistently, you know, come up over and over and over again. I think that's and that's really how you make the difference between a choice that's a static appreciation, mm-hmm. you know, a plot point, as opposed to, I mean, a, a static thematic point as opposed to a, a plot point, right. which is, here it is in this context, in this place, in this time, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be something else, you know, shortly it'll be different. So let's, uh, as you guys get nearer a computer that has, uh, I'm going to just uh, fill out these uh, answers here on uh, once I start recording my my uh, screen. Um, okay. And how do I do that again? Oh, let's see, let's see. Quick time. Yeah, but I already do that. New screen recording. And click to record the full screen. That's fine. How, how can I tell if it's going? Up in the top of the like recording circle. Oh yeah, there it is. All right. Okay, so we have main character resolve of steadfast. So he was a doer. Oh, and I need to change to the newer terms. <laughs> Linear. Um, action. Option lock. Success. Good. Gee, a Disney movie with action, option lock, success. Good. What a surprise. And then the upper right caught Exactly. I mean, that, that's very common with Disney movies. Uh, situation for our main character. And then we were looking at how things are changing for the concern. Um, and that's interesting. Oh, an activity for, okay, there we go. So let me save that. Book. And let's, uh, let's go to the theme browser and let's see. So we were looking at the concerns 
Um, and we chose the, uh, at this point, we chose um, the concern of doing, and how things are changing, playing a role in impulsive responses. If we look down into our main, uh, let's look at the overall story. So if we zoom in to the uh, overall story. I know which group I like. And we've got wisdom, skill, experience, and enlightenment. And uh, what are the, the which group of, uh, which theme or pair of themes do you like better than another? Can we rule one or two or three out? Actually, they're all, for the OS, they're all good. Um, yeah, they are all good. I, so I'm looking at the elements underneath, and I see a group of four that I really like. And you're going to keep it a secret? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, okay. Pull it out. <laughs> oh, and what would they be? Okay, Ex the experience group. Accurate, non-accurate, expectation, determination. Okay, um, explain. Things are out, non -accurate. Things are outside of tolerances um, in all sorts of ways, um, especially for Shere Khan. You know, uh, having you know, uh, man, man does not belong here. That having having any human here is is um, not tolerable. And um, uh, and uh, and he you know he will act upon that. And but at expectation determination is probably you know symptom response because certainly there are expectations um, for you know you know the ways that you know. Um, uh, uh, you know that everyone should act. Uh, Baloo comes in with expectations. King Louis uh, comes in with expectations. Um, uh, but you see, you see, in that example, you see expectation as the response, not the, response. the symptom. Yeah. So you know, it's already been determined. Yeah. The, the 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 apparent problem is certain things have been determined, and um, uh, uh, it's. You know, or way to word this. Um, you know, jump in, help me. Thank you. Um, I'm Isn't it that there's a you you're still looking at? Hmm? Isn't it that there's been a determination as to how things are supposed to be, and you're supposed to live up to those expectations? Yeah. What you're trying to get at? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, certainly that's that's where it starts with the the pack and uh, the rules of the jungle, etc. Um, although, although now that I think about it, the, the determination as a problem could work too. Um, um, except that, oh well, okay. <laughs> I was looking at the. I, I'm th just thinking determination expectation works to, for me if that's what it is. Of the two, they work better as symptom response because they apply to more parts of the story. Um, if you look at the when the um, elephants have a problem and you know as, as far as Baloo and Bagheera think you know the term it'd be determined well there's nothing we could do about it because no one can get near near them but of course Mowgli determines what what the problem is and then goes against all expectations and in fact mm -hmm. um, you know is able to help them which right. changes a lot of which resolves a lot of uh, conflict, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and you've got the determination that uh, Akila, Akira, whatever his name is, um, essentially 
did not follow Shere Khan's um, request. Oh, Akila. Akila, right, the, the wolf. Um, and so Shere Khan, you know, it's like, look, my expectations are not met, so, I'm gonna, you know, you should have expected me to be show up here because, you know, you sort of brought this on yourself and he, you know, and he kills him. Um, and Shere Khan, you know, thinks of that, it, it basically, I, I'm going to expect that my, the solution to my problem is going to come present itself now that I've gotten rid of, you know, that I've killed uh, essentially Mowgli's father. Um, I think you see that a, a, a bit. Um, let's look to some, is there any other, any of the other uh, groups look okay to anybody or have a, a, would like to explore those or do we want to look at another domain? So I would suggest that we then look over in our main character and see how what's that. what's going on with the main character. Actually, actually, um, no. If you steadfast expectation of determination, be under threat. Okay, so let's which, look. Which would make uh, the uh, symptom response hunch in theory. So we've got if it's determination and expectation, right? Then it's basically a big concern is threat. Which I, that feels pretty strong, um, but that would and that would be the symptom of response, right? Whereas the problem and solution would be the problem would be I'm hunch. Sorry, the problem is hunch, right? Yeah, the problem would be hunch, um, which would just basically mean since he's a steadfast character, it really wouldn't be a problem. It'd be the source of his drive, and that he's driven to resolve problems based on sort of this sense of how things. Are out of whack. Like um, tools and stuff. Yeah, I think that's what his tricks are all about, or to try to solve those those things. He's not. We're not looking at it in a very logically well. If I do this, it's going to cause this. It's going to cause that. No, no. It's just like, oh, I need to do that. And in some respects, it does cause him some conflict because those tricks don't aren't necessarily well appreciated by uh, others. Um, so that's consistent, and I do like threat as the uh, as the theme, threat versus security. Is the issue that <clears throat> he's threatened or that he's a threat? Yes, I think that both of those work because you see both you hear both sides of that argument. So wouldn't that be too that the hunch that he's a danger? <clears throat> right, he's not now, but it but it it well, and also the fact that since he uses more of his sort of gut. That as he becomes a man, that that will have he'll have the man instincts as opposed to the man cub instincts, and that becomes again a, a greater threat. Um, and the expectation would be that he would be uh, trying to solve problems that won't necessarily be compatible with the jungle. Okay, so let me just tr let me just. I also like um, uh, that puts um, the problem. I, I'm just going to select. I'm going to select hunch as the problem, just so that we have we can look at what the other domains are. MC problem. The main character problem, yes. So if we then look to the influence character, um, we can see where the influence character is, and it puts the issue in worry, which of course I think is excellent because if you think about particularly about Bagheera, it's like from the opening 
voiceover practically we're just hearing about him worrying about Mowgli um, and uh, the the problem is not accurate so in other words the thing that would be causing either the influence character grief or it would be something about something that causes grief that will force eventually to main the main character the, the influence character is going to change here um, and go from looking at what's intolerable to what's more tolerable um, and I think that sounds about right but if you look at what he's focused on he's focused on the process he thinks the process is wrong and he really needs to be looking at the results um, symptom and response uh, so when he which is the um, I think that the again his argument to Mowgli about you've got to you know you don't do it this way you know you've got you've got to we have to fit in. So the result is we want you to fit in, not does it, it does matter how you get there. If you go there the wrong way, you're not gonna you're not gonna fit in. Um, again, this is in the context of it, impulsive responses and fixed attitude. So that's where these elements are falling into. Um, that seems to be pretty good. Um, let me look over in the relationship through line. They have a problem of test, of the solution of trust. And uh, that's weird. I don't think do I have it showing? Oh yes, there they are. Sorry, I was in the wrong quadrant. I zoomed it in, so I couldn't see the whole thing. So yeah, we have it under the issue of desire. Um. Which I think might be speaking to the subconscious thing that you were talking about, the desire. I think that's a desire versus ability. That's where that thematic conflict comes in in the relationship. You know, I want you know what what you can do, what you can do versus what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, the problem is test. The solution is trust. I think that is where you see there in the relationship which does effectively resolve its issues. We don't, you know, we don't really talk about that in Dramatica, in the story engine or Dramatica that much, but I think the relationship does in fact work out. You know, it does resolve out well. And so I think that it does go from Bagheera constantly testing um, Mowgli to ultimately trusting that he's he knows what he's, you know, what he's doing and and vice versa um and the symptom again is determination and expectation uh, response is expectation let me i'm going to open up the uh, story engine see where we are story form wise yeah we're down to one so let's look at some of the other story points um overall story we've got so domain of activity which we chose concern of doing which we chose indirectly Uh, the issue of experience um, or I would say probably a lack of experience um, particularly when you're talking about the uh, well actually you know you see it everywhere you see Shere Khan talking about his experience with man um, and um, 
the inexperience of the you know the man cub and all of them their experiences with with uh, elephants and with bees with whatever it's sort of like he's running away right with the monkeys right <laughs> especially with the fire though, right? with their... and with fire absolutely yeah um Exactly. So I think I think that works very strongly. Um, now is an implied choice, not a direct choice. We see the we talked about the problem of non-accurate um, and accurate. Non-accurate being that the sort of the behavior is out of out of tolerance. Whether you're talking about the man cub um, or Shere Khan more specifically, you know. His his behavior is definitely out of tolerance. You mean like outside of the law, like outside of their? Well, there's outside of law, but you also yeah, you have Shere Khan who comes in from outside of the territory and basically he just starts, you know, he kills, um, you Aquila. know, Akila. I can't remember. It's like oh, I think Akila than the bee. Um, <laughs> that's that's why that's why I'm resistant to say that because all I keep on thinking is he's a little black girl. <laughs> it's like no, that's not the. I'm thinking the wrong thing. Um, I like the movie. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, uh, fires bringing fire into the into the um, jungle, um, treating uh, a Mowgli like a slave. I mean, you see a lot, a lot of uh, bad behavior that things that are being that are being done that are outside of tolerance. Essentially, kidnapping Mowgli, you know, to be used for his ability to get fire for King Louis. Um, we see that the catalyst is skill, and again, I think the fire is part of it. it, it the tools, all of yeah. Mowgli's tools, seem to move the story forward faster, you know, create the conflict, you know, speed it up. Um, an inhibitor fact, I, I, my guess is you have things like, um, uh, the, uh, you know, Shere Khan bringing up what humans can do or that he's going to grow up. That uh, the facts about that, so essentially the backstory of what how Mowgli, where he came from, um, and that you know Shere Khan's history with uh, the family um, and and his um, um, being burned by the fire that that Mowgli's father. It's interesting in in the um, the Jungle Book story that Shere Khan actually has a burned paw and he's limps mm -hmm. and they kind of tease him about it but he, that's one of the reasons he's also really angry because it was caused by you know fire and um, so he's he's uh, a little and they even have a like a nickname for him it's not a very polite nickname so yeah, give, give him a sort of a greater reason to be grumpy um, and and not, I mean, he's a lot grumpier and not quite so deadly in the, it's a children's story, so. Um, and then the benchmark of obtaining. So that's where we get uh, your obtaining. I, was, I, I kind of figured one would be the concern. That's, the that's yeah. where all those things that everybody wants to get, that's how, we, that's how that pops in. <clears throat> and I think that that feels a little bit better in terms of as a, a benchmark 
you know, in terms of how things are progressing by, well, more more people want more and more stuff from from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of gets to a point where, okay, you know, he can only produce so much. He's without some sort of coming to a head. Um, with our main character, we're looking at uh, a Mowgli is in a situation uh, with a concern of how things are changing or progress, which those two we chose. Uh, the issue is threat, which we was an implied choice when we we picked the problem as the main character problem is hunch. Um, unique ability of security. Um, hmm. Okay, so this would be the quality that makes Mowgli uniquely able to have the overall story goal end in success. So the goal would be, I would imagine, would be restoring the jungle back to normal life, and normal living, doing. Um, and uh, oh, that just he's, be, also, he's the only one that's going to stand up to Shere Khan. Too. Right, and and the big security threat is Shere Khan. Right. He's the only one. That well, he's the only one who seems to be have the skill set to do it. Because everybody else stands up to him, but does not remember at the last scene. They all stand up to him. It's only because he came back. Yeah, but they all stand up to him, and none of them are sufficient to take him down. Even as a group, they're not sufficient to take him down. But they, what they do is they, you know, slow him down enough so that Mowgli can go do his man cub thing, you know, with the fire. Um, well, and, and, and the definition says it's the valuation of one's protections. And, and, and there's one thing Mowgli seems to be good at is evaluating with his tricks. And, and at the end, he's the one who, who's able to evaluate or come up with the idea of uh, the dead tree and, the oh, yeah. and everything that affects the security. But he's also the one who throws away his torch. So... Well, he he throws the way of the torch because it's not, it's not the it's not the jungle way to solve the problem. Right. And since what he wants is he he want personally he wants to be part of the jungle. Mm-hmm. So if he went the man, not man cub, but the man route, that would sort of permanently separate him from his former life. Right. So by throwing that away, he basically says, okay, I'm going to go the jungle route, and I'm going to use my jungle wiles to solve this problem. Yeah. It, it actually seems to me that that's more of his critical flaw, which would be a lack of wisdom. Because Shere Khan just immediately says that was the dumbest thing you could have done. But it wasn't. It was. It was. No, it wasn't. Because what it, the one thing, for him personally, it was important. What it did do is it brought the pack together. Right. You see, because mm-hmm. with the fire, remember he's saying they're all looking at you. They're right. all looking at you now, and you're different. Right. And they show all the eyes with the fire, mm-hmm. you know, reflecting. And they're all afraid and, of Mowgli. And they're all afraid of mm-hmm. the fire. And so he was alone as long as he had that fire. And so by throwing the fire away, mm-hmm. which is the one thing that Shere Khan was also afraid of. Right. Shere Khan thought, oh, okay, that's your the only thing you have, since you don't have any claws, claws or teeth, right. that's your only 
power, but what in fact he did is that he got all, he got the pack back together. Um, so all the jungle came to essentially his aid. Um, you know, first Baloo, then then Bagheera, and then the the wolf pack, and right. <coughs> so ultimately. Uh, now I'd say his critical flaw is, you know, we, we see the main character's critical flaw of wisdom. I think he doesn't, for the great periods of time, he doesn't know. He's not smart about um, who's wise and who isn't. I mean, Baloo is a really good example of someone who takes advantage of his lack of wisdom. You know, the kid knows knows how to solve problems, but he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't know how to interact with people who are not being totally honest with him. He also is not wise to take the red bloom from the city. He burns half the jungle down. He knows he, he <laughs> uses a weapon, but it's bad. Right, he doesn't, right. Well, he doesn't have that kind of wisdom, right? right. Yeah, he lacks that wisdom. And again, here we have the benchmark of the future, which right. you couldn't say that maybe, where am I gonna end up? But it's really not. There's not a whole lot there in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is there in the story form. So it would be easy for them to put that a lot more in there, and it would have felt completely in place if it was done as, okay, he's getting more and more concerned about where he's going to end up, or less and less concerned. I think it should have. If it was going to be more of an issue, it, it would have. It would have shown. He really is not concerned about where he's going to end up, and then it becomes much more and more and more and more so, um, or less and less and less so to the point where he brings the fire in there and threatens the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is very possible. Uh, but they don't—they're really not at all explicit about that. But they could have been, and it would have just made the point a little stronger, but not necessarily better. Right. Um, and then uh, if we look at our our influence character, we've got uh, fixed attitude, which we had sort of determined, but you know, is when we were picking out the domains, and the concern of impulsive responses, which again I think, when you think about what Bagheera is trying to teach Mowgli, <coughs> he wants him just to naturally be it. <clears throat> be a part of the jungle and understand how to react to it impulsively, not have to think about it, not have to forget about, you know, he just wants him to, it to be second nature. Um, and of course he's constantly worried about, um, worrying about and worrying over Mowgli, which, Mo, you know, Mowgli gets a little annoyed by, he's like, hey, I don't bother you, that's not to worry. And I think it's interesting that you have thematically, you've got, um, uh, sort of the blue, you know, don't worry, be happy kind of segment. You know, you could easily put that song in there instead of, I mean, well, uh, look for the bare necessities. I mean, that's, that's his unique, is that his unique ability? What is it? The unique ability is confidence? Uh, yes. So no. is it possible that blue is sort of sharing that, you know, part of the through line? Uh, yes, it is. It is absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think so. And again, the worry thing is more like the don't worry um, side of worry. You know, but it's all about how much should you worry. There's obviously there's a, there's a, a healthy amount of worry, <clears throat> but not too much. 
So they're both in the through line, but they share different sides of the... the, the right, sort of the different course. parts on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine, because you want, when you're doing, illustrating any of these, sort of all the flavors, the more you can cover, depending on how much real estate you have, the more you can cover, the stronger the argument. Because it's not about, is it only is too much or too little or positive or negative? No, it really should be all of it because it's really about the nature of it as opposed to, say, um, confidence, which is the flip side. That's really the opposite. You know, So it's it, too little worry or is not the opposite of too much worry. They're both the same on the same side. It's worry versus confidence. Um, and so you've got the unique ability of confidence. And again, the unique ability of confidence, <coughs> and I'd kind of gotten back to the roots of where it originally came from compared to what I was saying for a while. And that is the influence character unique ability is the quality that essentially allows the influence character to have influence over the main character to, to really to, to mold them. Um, in the sense that they are a change influence character, clearly it doesn't have that strong because it's all, eventually they're the one who who change. But <clears throat> it is one of those places that where it you know ties one th through line to the others explicitly. And then the critical flaw of knowledge, um, and the. A, a, absolutely phenomenal example of that is they know Akilah's dead and they don't share it. And the fact that they know it and don't share it undermines their ability to influence him. I mean, that's a really, really strong example of that. Um, I'm not sure if there are any others that are in this story that are quite as strong as that. And the benchmark of innermost desires. Um, and I think Baloo speaks much more to that than, than Bagheera. You know, it's interesting, too, when the two of them go up to save, um, uh, to save uh, Mowgli, Mowgli from King Louie, you know, how they're, they're almost saying the same kinds of things to each other. It's kind of like there's, there's really very little difference between them, and t except in their approach. And so when they go up to approach uh, King Louis, you know, there you see those two different approaches, very distinct. You know, Baloo is very much straightforward, in your face, direct, and Bagheera is much more, again, on sort of around the side, in the back, quiet, shadows. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was that was really that's kind of a way to look at. Those are their objective functions as opposed to their, the subjective functions, which they more or less share. Um, more so now that I see the story form, you know, I think that that's it's really interesting. Um, and then if we look at the last of the four, we've got the relationship through line, uh, domain of psychology or manipulation. I think manipulation actually is a really good definition of it in this context. So I think that's pretty much how they're trying to play. You know, Mowgli tries to play Bagheera, and Baloo tries to play Mowgli. 
So it's it's kind of you know again, the if you're looking at the relationship. It's about the relationship between them, not the individuals. Um, playing a role, um, an issue of desire. Uh, you've got you know, Blue really speak. You know, really you know talks about that a lot. Um, and it's interesting because um, I think you get. Uh, in that last scene, last se last sequence before the climax, you, you get King Louis is also sort of steps into that role there too. You know, very, very briefly, he's kind of making that argument to them, you know, to to uh, Mowgli because he's giving Mowgli an opportunity to stay in the jungle if he actually more fulfills his human role, not his man role, not not the is man cub in the jungle role. So that's sort of, again, trying to push him away from the path that he wants to be on. Um, and similar in very many ways to the path that Bagheera was pushing him on. You need to be go, go and become part of man. Um, we have the, the uh, catalyst of ability. So that's the thing that, that um, is what makes not only you have it not only with both Bagheera and Baloo, um, but also with Mowgli, you know, it's what their abilities are that really kind of creates more conflict with them. Um, and inhibitor of value. Hmm. Uh, nothing jumps out at me right away. Anybody got any thoughts on that one? This is the relationship inhibitor of value, sort of the intrinsic. Yeah, think it well, yeah, when Mowgli adopts Bagheera's values at the start, that kind of, or when he adopts that, okay, I'll try to be more man cub, then, then the conflict kind of dies down within the relationship. Um, when Mowgli is doing his tricks, like Baloo says, um, then, 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 uh, and, and has value on that, um, then it died. The conflict dies down between Mowgli and Baloo. Well, when, when well, he, you know, the, when he chants the, uh, you know, the law of the jungle thing, you know, the right, wolf, the pack, wolf, the pack and the pack of the wolf. Um, yeah, that sort of tamps down the the, com the the thematic conflict between them, I guess. Well, I mean, by value, for the most part, it's talking about the objective usefulness of something. So, you know, kind of like, not, not values so much as um, morals, but value of, you know, as opposed to worth. Worth is sort of the subjective um, importance you give something. Value is something that's intrinsic worth. And I think that, uh, I think what you see is that when, you know, how much for Mowgli, how much is Bagheera working as a, as a, you know, in that relationship of a trustee and, and, and ward or teacher and student, how effective is that? How valuable is that to me right now? Um, you know, you, you certainly see Baloo getting a lot of value out of the relationship. And you see, uh, and, 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 Bagheera looking at that same 
relationship and saying, you know, you're there's a lot of value there, but you're just you're abusing him. You're basically his child abuse. Um, what about at the end when Bagheera sees the value of the tricks and says, "You're the only one that can save, stop Shere Khan." But I think that's his ability. The tricks are his abilities. Okay, I see. See, that's the difference. I think when you're looking at the values, it's that's that slows things down. That's an inhibitor. Okay. But the abilities, in the but again, this is the relationship. But so when they are able to look to the when they, the relationship focuses on the abilities, then that brings the relationship closer together. And I think that's relation the abilities on both sides. Um, isn't it like once the honey's all collected, then it doesn't anymore? Um, yes, yes. And in fact, that's very much the case. You know, because there's, you know, I've already got my bank. Yeah, I'm out, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and changing one's nature, again, that's where I think we were, we saw your argument for that, and I think that, um, not yours, but changing one's nature, this is where it pops up. Again, I think that it's not a very strong, the benchmark in this is not really strong. Partially might be because it's a pretty fragmented through line. So it's kind of hard to use the same benchmark with all these different characters sort of dropping off and picking up the, the ball, so to speak. I just want to look at any questions before I we, we, I'm going to look at the um, signposts. I, I have one. I think you went over this before, but I kind of missed it. How was how was Mowgli's how was Mowgli driven by Hunch? Well, if you think about it as what okay, there was we were just talking about two different aspects of it. Uh -huh. Okay, for him, he essentially. Um, Evaluate something based on what he, you know, kind of like the, the problem with the water, every, all, everybody at the water hole uh -huh. and finding a place at the water hole with all these animals that are maybe not a little comfortable with him. So what does he do? He uses his, he just said, oh, I know, I can get it. And he makes a little uh, scoop. Mm -hmm. And that kind of is not, it creates a little bit of conflict for him because, you know, as Aquila says, you know, what I tell you about the tricks, and then also you have the hunch that that Shere Khan sort of talks about. You know, yes, okay, he might be a man cub now, but when he becomes a man and he uses these same kinds of things, is is that gonna, you know, that still that feeling is a, that might be working against us at that time. <coughs> but since it's a, it's just his drive. I mean, he just sort of goes with his gut. That's that's the way I think of it. Is is going with his gut, okay. not not thinking about it. You know, theorizing it. You know, if I do this, 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 this. But if I, you know, I can kind of figure out a quick mm -hmm. way of solving a problem. Okay. Um, that's kind of what hunch hunch is. Okay. Um, signpost. <coughs> if we look at our what we were talking about the. Nope, the relationship is not. It, it it's a uh, an X pattern. Yeah, it's a it's a rise and fall or whatever. I think isn't that right? Conceiving, developing a plan, then playing a role, changing one's nature. So that's the X pattern or the hairpin. Um, the overall 
story starts with understanding, gathering information, learning, doing, and then obtaining. That uh, sounds pretty good. Um, and that's what understanding, learning, understanding, gathering information, learning. That's another X pattern. And the main character present. How things are changing past. Okay, that one's episodic to the future. And the influence character is contemplation, memory, impulsive response. That's an X pattern. Wow, three X patterns. And an episodic. There's no hair there's no three X structure in there. Well that makes sense because it sure as hell does not feel like a three X structure story. <laughs> no. <laughs> well that's good. I mean, at least it, it's consistent with how it structurally is put together. So uh, that's nice. Um, any questions, thoughts, any other aspects of it that you want to discuss? Okay. <laughs> then I guess that's it. The static plot points? Okay, let's see. The goal of doing... Um, Again, I think that the the doing is probably the goal is probably trying to look looking at it as sort of having it so that everybody lives their life in the jungle normally, and because it's disrupted right at the beginning, first by the the rain and then the introduction of Shere Khan. Um, and Shere Khan makes things not be going the way they normally go. Um, and ultimately, once Shere Khan is removed, then things go back to normal and, and everything is, is uh, everything is copacetic. Um, the consequence of playing a role, I think that's an, I think it's really interesting because you see some of that with, the um, how everybody sort of pussyfoots around Shere Khan, you know, how they have to pretend to be okay with him in, in you know, his position. Um, and if, in fact, they weren't able to get rid of him, that would might be become sort of the norm for the for that that area of the veldt, or not the veldt since it's in India, but the, uh. <laughs> That, that area of the jungle. Um, cost impulsive responses. Uh, so good. Let's see. Any thoughts? I think. Um, so these are the negatives that are incurred. I mean, if it was going to be, a, if it was, this could be really de heavily developed, that might show up as, um, you know, nervousness, increasing nervousness, or the need to be numb, you know. But I don't really see a whole lot of that in here. Is it possible that that's the response to the fire at the end of the fourth act before they put it out? Uh, yeah. It could be, although they're pretty much all there. The thing we don't see that 
see them. We don't see any animals that are in the jungle. They'll run out because the bird tells them. Mm-hmm. I guess I meant more of when Mo- with Mowgli directly when he brings the fire, and he's standing in the middle of them, and they're all backing away. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah that that absolutely would be one of those things because they that's the kind of thing that you, they sure don't want to. It's not something that is pleasant. Right. Um, the dividend, how things are changing. Well, I think you saw you saw with the elephants that whole you know Mowgli's ability to sort of change the relationship of the elephants yeah. to him and to maybe some of the other animals, um, sort of bring them more into the family, so to speak. Well, uh, and also, John thread earlier that they all, for the first time, the jungle's unified. Mm-hmm. Is, is a dividend of all of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, requirements obtaining. Um, I think in that case, you ha- so it's almost like you got to get rid of certain things. You know, you either got to get rid of the man cub or, I mean, they're just certain, you've got to sort of eliminate the irritants before you can kind of get things back to normal. Um, the forewarnings of the future. Um, I think, well, you certainly, you certainly get Shere Khan talks a little bit about that. Um, yeah, well, the man burned Right, and then you also with King Louis, you know, him wanting to have fire. Um, you know, so you, the, the introduction of fire into the into their world <clears throat> and the actual introduction of fire into their world. I see that almost as a prerequisite because fire is the indicator that man is different from animals, they say, and then Mowgli gets fire. He actually becomes a man before he comes back, which would be changing one's nature, and having the fire was sort of a prerequisite to killing Shere Khan. Okay. And again, the, the preconditions are, I think those are more fears, you know, Shere Khan, the fear that Shere Khan is basically the terrorizing the wolf pack. Um, and you, you get, you know, I think that's a, that's probably a, one that sort of sits during the whole story. Um, he says to the wolves after he kills Aquila, uh, he says, "You will now live in fear," or something like that. Yeah, and then you know, and you've got the the scene with the, the he's talking to the cubs and and uh, she calls him down, and then you know he stops one just because he wants to show that he can, and you know sort of telling them the story of the cuckoo and then they show a actual cuckoo bird I'm not sure if you guys you picked up on that yeah, yes the, the next shot is basically this chick really big chick in this um, nest and with the cuckoo 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 and then the, the very small bird comes to feed it because that's essentially what he was talking about um, they did, it was a throwaway but it was kind of a a visual illustration of exactly what a cuckoo does. I didn't catch that, but I did catch the cowbell. What, what's yeah. up with the cowbell? I'm just because King Louis needs more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. 
What? He needs more cowbell. You don't, you don't watch TV. <laughs> Apparently and I it was, don't. It was a reference to Christopher Walken. It was an Easter egg. Reference yeah. to the Christopher. There are a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah, but I, don't, I still don't understand it's the reference. It's an SNL sketch. It's, oh, it's yeah. a Saturday Night Live sketch yeah. that, you know, it's really famous where Christopher Walken keeps saying to Will Ferrell, I need more cowbell. And, I mean, so... Yeah, it's you're a meme. Right. It's a whole meme. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know that meme. <laughs> All right. Also, what uh, there's also an Easter egg uh, uh, the uh, when the apes um, stole um, abducted Mowgli, they started invoking the Planet of the Apes theme. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff with music. Mm-hmm. A lot of Easter eggs. That's fun. <laughs> I have a question. So, a general question. With regards to subplots, how. So, when in the OS story, a through line, um, the characters, they stay the same. So, if you have a subplot, how do you have a character who changes or stays steadfast? Everybody stays steadfast in the subplots? It's just, okay, well, now. No, no, it's just the general. Just a general question. Okay. Well, one of the things that's important to think about is that's one of the reasons why we call them sub-stories, not sub-plots, um, because a sub-story can have character, plot, theme, and genre. Right. That is separate from the main story's character, theme, plot, and genre. Even though that they st- you might share the storytelling, you might share a player, they're not the same story. So you can have the characters in one be assigned their certain characteristics, and in the sub-story, they'll be assigned a different set. So, for instance, let's say the protagonist in the main story is the contagonist in the sub-story. So you put them in a scene and you switch from the main story to the sub-story, suddenly that player is not going to be acting like a protagonist, they're going to be acting like a contagonist. They'll be acting tempting and hindering as opposed to pursuing and, you know, considering. So that's how you do it. So it's essentially, if you think of a sub-story, it's a completely different context. Right. So you walk home, you're at work, you're one way, you walk home, you're a completely different person. Now, you are the same person in both of those contexts, both of those places, but the stories are different. The context is different. Does your behavior at home change what you've done at work? No. Sometimes it can sometimes it can affect it because we're not, you know, we're not stories. Stories are simplifications of, of real life. Um, but. So that's that, that's all you do is you just that, think of it as a separate piece, just using <laughs> reusing pieces that you already have in the other story. In that kind of context, then would you typically find that as a sub story, your your depth in the sub story is somewhat equivalent to a novella or a very short story as far as the development goes in a genre, plot, theme, and I forget the fourth word. Character. Character. Um, it depends. You know, by development, you might develop it fully and then only use a little tiny piece of what you've developed in the work itself 
because that's all you have the room for. The reason you develop it is so that you know that basically how a character is going to behave at whatever point in the story that you are introducing it into, introducing it into the main and into the work. So, for instance, I'll just use the same one that we use all the time, which is in Star Wars. You know, you have the um, the sub story with uh, with Han Solo and and Jabba the Hutt, right? Right. We don't even see the whole job of the hut stuff until the re-release, uh, but we don't need to because the part we see is the part we see, and and it's consistent with whatever happened before it, and it ends, and whatever happens after it's consistent with wherever it's supposed to end up going, except for Han Solo's miraculous change of heart and coming back to save the end of the story, which was completely unbelievable but quite satisfying um <laughs> but you know the point of of doing that there are only what two three maybe four scenes that are part of that sub story you have the scene with greedo right. in the cantina that little bit you Pawn have what Han shot first <laughs> <laughs> right um then you ha- and and whether or not that is that they get, you know, ID'd because of the firing or because of something else that the, you know, stormtroopers come in and and shoot at them while they're launching. That's a we don't know, but it's, we assume it's something. It doesn't really matter. The next big time we see it is when they're on the Death Star and you know, and Luke finds out that the princess is going to be terminated and Han, who is you know, just moments before, has said, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to stay in this room. It's like, you know, shooting fish in a barrel. And then Luke says, let's go save the princess. And he goes, no, I'm not budging. Because, of course, in the main story, he represents a pose. Doesn't matter whatever you're for, he's against. You want to stay, he wants to leave. You want to leave, he wants to stay. That's what a pose does. It just opposes everything. <coughs> so... By introducing the substory at that point, where you've essentially locked yourself in a room and you can't get out because the characters have already are acting in their behavior and they would not normally leave under those circumstances, you bring in the substory where Han is no longer the skeptic. He is now the main character of his own story where he needs a lot of money. And Luke comes in acting kind of like a contagonist tempting him with all this money and so suddenly he, Han says, okay, I'm game so where he would never have said yes before switch context to the sub story and you can get the story moving again alright, the next time we see that is when he's cashing in and, and loading up his ship you know, about to leave right before the big battle of the Death Star so I mean, they just showed enough in their to you know, to be consistent with whatever that big story, larger story was, clearly it expanded before and after the the, the extent of the of Star Wars: A New Hope. Um, but it was it but because it was internally consistent, it didn't matter where you came in, the characters were behaving as they would in that context. Okay. So that's that's really one of the reasons why you want to do it from a plot point of view. 
you know, then from, you know, character and theme point of view, you do it because you want to explore more and more character or you want to explore more theme. In Schindler's List, there's, you know, the sequence that's in the, um, you know, with they're in uh, the, not Dachau, but whichever um, camp they're in. And, you know, the story is about, okay, let's get these guys out of this camp. That's what it's kind of about. And, well, you don't need to spend a whole lot of time in the camp to go from everybody's in the camp and let's get them out and working at this other place. But from an audience reception point of view, if you just spent this much time in the, you know, in the concentration camps, it would look like you're really sort of minimizing how important and how horrible they were in the context of the historical record and the audience expectation. So they threw in a little sub-story with the commandant trying to become an, a normal human being and failing. But by doing that, it not only gave you a lot more time in, in that environment, but you got to see the horrors really close up. And it made it that much more gut-wrenching because it, because it was a subjective story in that environment. Um, and therefore, the, the proper amount of attention and time was given to it in the overall work, even though it really had absolutely nothing to do with the main story. You know, it just ha happened to have the players in it, but it really had nothing to do with the main story. So there are thematic reasons and character development reasons and story reception reasons why you might want to do it as well. Okay. So that's why if you think of it as a sub-story, then you know, you've got a lot of different reasons you might want to go in there just because those are the parts that you're interested in and have nothing to do with the plot per se. Um, or you use it as a plot device to get out of corners that you paint yourself into, which is what they did in the Star Wars. Thank you. <coughs> sure. And, of course, you've got novels. You've got a lot more room, and you might want to explore a lot more characters. Right. But, and then there's the, the television, you know, sitcom type answer to your question, which is sometimes you have a B story just because you want to have a gag. Because it's funny, you know, and there's no real art to it. It's just right. That's that's a that's a genre use. Yeah, that's where you just want to bring co more comic elements into it, not because of character, not because of plot, not because of theme, but just you want comic elements. So that's that's a. a but in theory, too, to get to your other point about steadfast and change, I imagine that if you are telling a TV story and one of your actors dies, and you're like, oh man, we really need someone with these traits. You can take a character, give them a sub-story where they change and acquire those traits, and then and bring step them, right and into that role. Back. Yeah. Okay. And then you, you, you know, so you're, you're deliberately changing a character with a sub-story, too. Right. I mean, that's, that's the way to make a character behave differently. When you're talking about television, you know, depending on the kind of, if it's a series, the nature of the series, if it's a, you know, news story each month, each week or month or whatever it is, you know, whatever interval, um, 
you know, you can't have the main character, the primary characters of your, the principles of your cast changing every single week. I mean, people just don't do that. They don't go through fundamental paradigm shifts on a weekly basis. So what you frequently have is you'll have whatever your cast is over the course of a season or two or three, each one might go through one or two of these major life shifts. But you, in the meantime, you have sort of the guest star of the week who goes through, who's the change character. And everybody else is our, our play, you know, who's going to be the influence character for this guest star or, you know, so you can play around with that. But you, that's something you want to, you know, you want to think about. And if you're doing the more threaded, longer um, arc series, you know, where you've got multiple stories running simultaneously, then it's almost like they're all sub-stories with maybe a larger framing device story, you know. Well, the, the A story always has a beginning, middle, and end, almost always. And then the, the sub-stories um, are continuing, you know, they're threading. <coughs> well, they'll have met maybe beginning, middle, and end, but they may not be limited to the scope of that one, one so. episode or whatnot. Well, that's it for tonight. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.